This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to that Peter Crouch podcast uh, with me, Peter Crouch, uh, Chris Stark and uh, the Notorious SID with me. It's, Chris, it's five days when this goes out, five days till Christmas Day. Um, big fan of Christmas on the pod. We're going a bit Christmassy with it. Gone with the jumpers. I've gone with the hat. Big fan of yours. Thank you. Yeah, what are you making of the jumper? Like, as soon as I walked in, I had Jumper Envy. That is one of the, that's one of the best jumpers I've ever seen. Yeah, and it's great because you can choose loads of different teams. Um, I've got to describe it. So... Yeah. It's, it's kind of like festive takes on, on famous football shirts. Long sleeve as well, which is a nice touch. Mm, superb. It's those guys, I'm going to shout them out. Yeah. This isn't an advert or anything, but I'm going to shout them out. It's the classic football shirts guys. Mm. I don't know if either of you have done that. They're the guys, you know, that own all yeah, the yeah. football shirts. I went to the one shirts, and look round. It's the best. It's unreal, isn't yeah. it? Like, yeah. I love, we love a bit of nostalgia on this. So you've got the Redondo Real Madrid shirt. Yeah, in as, a Christmas a, jumper. as a Christmas jumper. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And on the front, it says... What does it Feliz say? Feliz Navidad. Oh, Navidad. <laughs> oh, lovely. That's great. It's the season for Christmas jumpers. Big fan of uh, big fan of Christmas jumpers. I know she got the Puddin's badge. Got the Puddin's massive badge. Seen on. that? Oh, yeah. So this is the one. Like me and Sid are doing a lot of Europa League together mm. at the minute. Like for TNT Sport. I think we. Need, I've got to get one. I think we got to wear that mm. on, as if we're kind of. You know, sometimes you have the badges on for very different reasons, mm. good causes. So I, I'll give you one. I've got loads. They're all made up. I think we should wear them. Yeah. Okay, great. Dish them out. Well, let's do that. So, yeah, this is a bit of a Christmas special, this one. Um, and by that, I do just mean it's the same podcast, except wearing Christmas jumpers and crouches in a Santa hat. Yeah, I forgot I had that one, actually. Can I just take that off now? Because I'm not actually that bothered about it. Being on. <laughs> I think it serves its purpose. Uh, yeah, I think it's... <laughs> It's a Christmas podcast. And as such, the idea behind it is reasonably Christmas lazy as well. Mm -hmm. uh, but we'll get away with it because it's Christmas. That's, that's the theory. <laughs> Everyone does, don't they? Everyone's just rolling into Christmas now. The focus is, you know, a few drinks in the pub, yeah. Christmas parties, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So yes, from my understanding, it's going to be a few Christmas stories, this podcast. Mm -hmm. Anything sort of tenuously linked to Christmas as a topic counts today. Christmas, the Christmas, Christmas parties messages. and stuff like that, like, we're great with the football clubs as well. Like, you know, it, it was, we lived for a period where it was okay to go out for Christmas. Mm. And then we lived for a period towards the end where it was not, it was seen as, as, as just a piss up, um, which it obviously is, yeah. but... With it being tradition, it was kind of with with, with football clubs. It was like, why why is that a tradition when you could lose so many games around that period and ruin mm. your whole season? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Do you know what I mean. Harry yeah. Harry's way of looking at it was, you've got you you paid very very well. Why don't you just work? as hard as you possibly can in the season and you can do what you like in the summer. I don't think the big teams can do Christmas parties now. I think it's got to be an in-house one. I agree. 
the, I think the lower the lower divisions they just still they, they still plough through. Yeah, but how does it how does Christmas sort of set into the club? We often talk about Christmas parties, and I'm sure yeah. we'll jog some memories today of yeah. you two having Christmas parties and that. But you know, like at school, where all the activities become, we're going to make a Christmas cards today, or mm. we're going to make Christmas posters, always posters, that kind of thing. It starts to set in school. Did it ever happen with training? So, for example, was goalkeeper in a Santa hat? sort of thing or way did you have to sort of yeah. hit Rudolph or something do you know what I mean like what, was there any sort of Christmas themes to training that started to creep in I wouldn't in? say themes as such but there was you'd always have someone that would have come out in the Christmas hat or a jacket there'd be one lying around from a few years back in the kit man's room but there was never any any themes it was nice. I used to love training Christmas day like it, that was one of my favourite days to go and train like no one else is on the road you, you drive out there nice and early you go and train the cold up with the lads Great. Yeah, no, I did, but it, it was always the option, wasn't there? So you can imagine you got a squad of twenty-five people. So the manager would kind of go with the vibe of the dressing room. So he would say, "Look, lads, Christmas Day. Some have got families. Some haven't. Some have got people, family coming down from up north or abroad." He would kind of say, "Do you want to come in early and get it done?" Wouldn't he? Or yeah. he would say, "Do you want to come in late?" So have your Christmas Day. At, to do presents in the morning, that kind of thing. Yeah, and, then, and he would kind yeah. of put the homeless on, on, on the players. players. Well, what's it, better? What do you prefer? I, it, all, it obviously all depended if you had an away game, because if you had an away game, you was travelling on the night anyway, regardless. So say, for instance, we had a home game on Boxing Day, I would prefer to have got in straight away. Got in, and normally the training was really quick, wasn't it? Everyone just starts off so quick. It was they? like rapid, rapid quick. You could even probably get to a point where you could come in in your training kit with a pair of boots and get straight out, go and train, get back in your car and you're gone. As opposed to what? What would you normally well, As do? opposed well, to getting in, in your normal... Lunch, like, yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Going to the gym after, get some treatment. Yeah. No one's doing that. Yeah, they was in and out. Like <laughs> literally Clark Kent in and out. <laughs> Yeah, because I guess a lot of the people that would normally be at the training ground working as well, they're not necessarily needed for the match day the, the next day, right? Because they're only doing the training ground. It's a shame they miss Christmas as well. Yeah, I like always, always find it weird, like, staff. people that work on Christmas. Like, there are people that work, aren't yeah. there? Yeah. In, in some ways, though, you get to a point in Christmas Day where you want that escape. And yeah. actually... The idea of having a job, which mm. means you can escape in the yeah. afternoon, it I feels like, a bit like, like the that. dream. No, I, yeah. I, I used to love, I used to really enjoy that. Yeah, but not, I mean, I, I, there's me saying I wanted to come in the morning, and I did. But, so I'd miss some of the presents, but that was part and parcel of, not my presents, obviously the kids, but that was part and parcel of the job. But would That's you do presents amongst the players? Not on Christmas Day, we wouldn't, no. It's, would you get the manager a present? No, no. I, used to get, I, I did used to get all the uh, staff, to be fair. But you wouldn't get the manager. Why, no, why would that be? That's just parched. parched well, it is, isn't parched. It? Yeah. yeah, I'd get. I wouldn't get. I wouldn't get none of the um, immediate staff. So I wouldn't get like the assistant manager or the coach. I'd get like canteen staff, or I'd make sure you get the boys get a whip round and um, and look after them. Mm. But I wouldn't get the manager one. No, that's always a nice one. Isn't it? Uh, yeah. You know, getting like, having a whip round for for like the masseurs the, 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 like the kit men, yeah, masseurs, all them, yeah, the, the kitchen staff. Like older boys will have yeah. a big kind of whip around for them at Christmas. Yeah, 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 definitely. I think I only ever done one out of all the dress rooms I was in, one secret Santa. Only one. So who did you get? I got a young lad. Mm. Just give him. Just what give him what were time. you given? Do you remember? You just gave money. You can't yeah. do that. That's like the golden rule of secret Santa. <laughs> you just cashed him off. Just, <laughs> can't just cash someone just off. Cash him off to keep him quiet. <laughs> 
The limit's twenty pounds. You, you unwrap a twenty pounds. <laughs> I almost did that today. To be honest, with you. <laughs> we are doing Secret Santa in a bit. Just uh, FYI, that secret. I'm not sure how secret it's going to be. Your most stereotypical Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> It's all a bit three of us as well. <laughs> it's three of us. Well, it needs to be anonymous. Who, who? Why are we going to do it? that then? Well, because you were meant to have bought something uh, meaningful I'll wrap it before. Oh. You, I had a busy week. You've got oh, sorry. On you. We've all had busy yeah. weeks, mate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I, I got something. Yeah. yeah. Well, tell the truth. What happened when Crouchy turned up today? Well, I we were sitting here, wasn't we? Mm. And uh, you were tucking into your um, unofficial chicken burger yes. and uh, I see a big shadow walk in and then literally sprint upstairs <laughs> did you see me so where's the big yeah. man going and uh, 15 minutes after that George's phone goes <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know the ones that you know the conversation yeah. and uh, it's probably clear to see that you uh, you walked in see us having Christmas jumpers on no, I was empty handed when you I... were empty handed and then thought shit there's a secret Santa as well so this... you're on the concourse of Waterloo yeah. looking in accessorised <laughs> prep well, I went in the mall where did you go I went in the mall the woman in accessorised was like what on earth are you doing in here I'm like I'm looking for a jumper and I almost bought the one it was two sizes too small but um, yeah I went for this one it seems yeah so you secured the jumper uh, mm. where where'd you get the jumper yeah. from uh, from fat face because <laughs> <laughs> the thing is right on that concourse there's not loads there's of loads different there, shops there, yeah. yeah so like the people are seeing me rushing around I might so, as well give you your present so now do you, to do, you to do, do you want to do the secret Santa now or in a bit it's not very do, much do, do you want to do it now I think we should no, let's do yeah, it yeah obviously there wasn't many so the, options so there's last minute and there's last minute isn't there that was okay, well, so so how this really is meant to work is we've we've each been text who we're buying for, yeah, right? and we're just meant to put them on the table. Where oh, are we? Yeah, but, but I mean, well, I think it's I think already sort of messed well, up. I fucked so, it massively. So, so, so should we just say who we were got for and yeah, do it I like think, that? Well, yeah, of course. There's yeah. no point keeping. Well, it it's kind of obvious, stage. isn't it? Exactly. As well, because I knew exactly. I was getting for the, this person, yeah. and I, and I know that that person can't get back for me because yeah. no one can get you. Right. Okay, so who did you get? Well, I got yourself. You, you've you've got me. Yeah. I've got you, Crouchy. All right, can I can so I give these? To I'll give these to Sid. Let's get right. Pete's out of the way because um, obviously this is so it's three for three for the price of one. That's why you've got three three of them. <laughs> but um, twenty pound limit. Wait there, wait there. So basically, it's, it's, a, it's a mince pie, and I know he likes puddings. Yeah, and, and I, oh. he, he loves socks. I love that. So it's I thought he, he loves puddings. He loves socks. Again, uh, staying on the pudding theme. Uh, I know he loves cars and puddings. <laughs> So, so pudding, small so, pudding So there's a, there's a truck there and a pudding on it. Hey. And both of them are in your size, actually. These but great. they didn't have these in, obviously, I had, he said, look, pick another one. <laughs> I said, there's no pudding. <laughs> it's not really going to work. <laughs> and he, but, um, so these aren't in your size because right. they weren't in your size. These okay. are six. <laughs> <laughs> but there's Santa playing the guitar. <laughs> Um, <laughs> in not your size. Hey, so I thought I'm gonna wear these. Yeah. I am. I'd love you to. I might even try putting these ones on. <laughs> size six. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Do you know what? Really thoughtful that. Well, so you're not. I mean, you're not gonna get cold feet this year because I saw these and I thought of you from from Eminem. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, lovely, lovely slippers. Hey. They're well. actually socks. They're fleece lining socks. Oh yeah, they're really good. 
they'll be loving you. Appreciate that. No, no problem. No problem. That's, that's really nice. Right. That. No worries. Um, okay. Ha- to be ages. Well, I've I mean, not wrapped mine. No. Well, listen. So, so is it, yours is wrapped, so it feels more intriguing. So, should we hold it for a second? Okay. If you want because to. mine, mine is um, for you, Pete. Here, <laughs> and after you've been on a bit of a crusade against, um, well, you're gluten skeptic, aren't you? Um, yeah. Gluten intolerant. Um, um, you're you're intolerant, intolerant of intolerant. gluten intolerance. <laughs> and if you don't know what this is about, you'll have to catch up on another episode. But what I did is, I think this would be interesting to see, is I've bought you uh, a gluten intolerance test so we can see if you yourself oh are in God. fact intolerant to gluten. Wow. <laughs> that is thinking... That's actually really that's interesting. Box, isn't it? Yeah. And then we can so, deliver the results, maybe. And do you know what? I'd, I'd actually like to be, if I'm, if it goes positive, yeah. And I have, I, uh, know uh, it's a load of bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> but it'd be good to know, wouldn't be it? Good to know. <laughs> do, is it? Do you have to send that off? Results in fifteen minutes. We could do the test now. Let's do it now. Oh yes. I mean, I mean, what more do you want from a podcast than a live allergy <laughs> test? <laughs> By the end of this podcast, we will find out if Crouchy is, in fact, gluten intolerant. This next part of the podcast is sponsored by Brewdog. So, what have we got left to round off the year? Loads of pressure here. We need a good beer and a few laughs to go with it. Uh, don't worry, Chris. Uh, I reckon Ryan's got that sorted for us. Um, it's just a case of seeing what the listeners have got lined up so we can take that second bit. I'm a big fan of the voice notes, I have to say. Yeah. It, it's good, at. Yeah, totally. Shall we get into one of Ryan's uh, voice notes here? He's sent it to me. I've got it right here. Do you want to have a listen? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Hello, and for the final time this year, Crouchy, Chris, Notorious SID, it is Ryan here. Can I just say that milk in his bath, Ryan? Years with you guys, it's been away again. A little bit of time with you has been one of the. Bath's been on the last few of these. Now is absolutely milking it. No, but it's, it's great news. Like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really pleased for him. But yeah. like, where's the baby's like three now? Do you, you know? Like Roy, you sound like Roy Keane. <laughs> but it was great news a while ago, Ryan. But it's like. <laughs> Listen, we hope everything's going great. Big love to Sonny. Yeah, love him to pieces. But, you know, stop milking it now. It all-time highlights my BrewDog career, so thank you from the bottom of my heart. We are taking things back to where it all began this week for both BrewDog and for me serving you the beers. And it's time to enjoy a beautiful pint of Punk IPA. As I'm sure you all remember, because you were all definitely paying attention way back then, we're dealing with a 5.4% IPA with a light and hoppy taste. There's this real burst of flavours going on, some caramel, tropical fruit, grapefruit and pineapple. So whilst you enjoy the beer, the last question from me, and we'll keep it nice and simple. Who has been your punk of the year? Cheers, guys. Mine's Ronnie O'Sullivan. Um, punk of the year? Yeah, just watch his doc, really good. Uh, someone that doesn't really give two hoots, whether he wins, loses, mm. um, and an absolute maverick. Unbelievable stat from him, like the youngest player to ever win it and the oldest. Like, so that yeah, just, UK me, that just, just yeah. you spanned 30 years of, of quality at a top level. Yeah. And I think, I think it probably gets underrated because he's, um, snooker's not golf or, you know, basketball or football. Mate, I think but, you make a very good point. People like David Bryant, right? Mm. I say David Bryant, neither mm. of you 
probably know who that is. Well, is he, uh, I'm just nodding my head. He's one of the greatest lawn bowls players of all time. Is he really? <laughs> is he really? He genuinely is. Genuinely is. Brilliant. I mean, I didn't know him. I, you know, but you don't hear him in a conversation with so, Messi. Uh, you don't. But what I'm saying is, you should. If you pick all the players out, what we should do is have a dinner. This is what I'm right? saying. <laughs> right. We should have everyone, all the best players from every single sport of all time. Right. You have got Michael Jordan. You know. Messi, yeah. uh, Tiger Woods, yeah, Tiger Woods, Roger yeah. Federer, yeah. David Bryant, David Bryant. Yeah. Bryan. You see, you laugh. <laughs> but, but, but this is genuinely what we're trying to get at here: is some sports don't get the same weight mm. behind when we have conversations about the greatest sports person of all time. These are incredible stories across different sports. Mm. Yeah. You're still mm. laughing. It's <laughs> <laughs> a serious. <laughs> I just, I didn't know who David Bryant was. No. I think we're looking for more of a punk style character though, yeah. aren't we? That's really what this conversation Definitely. is. Yeah. Right. We'll great, go with Ronnie O'Sullivan as well. Uh, Honourable mention to Julian Dix, who I think is quite a punk player. Mm -hmm. uh, he came on a podcast yes. and he was brilliant. Um, my, one of my favourite ones was when we, we gave him a sip of these beers on this, on this brood a bit here. <laughs> and he just went, uh, not for me, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it was quite maverick of him. Uh, you know, he could have just said, yeah, that's all right, that. But he went, absolutely not for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Which I quite like. Yeah. And actually, I say you want Julian Dix to be. Yeah. Say how it is. <laughs> like, it wasn't for him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, if you're going to award one award there, who are we saying? Julian Dix? Oh, honourable mention to, to DV, mention. but I think yeah. we'll give it to Ronnie. We'll give it to Ronnie. I mean, Ronnie's great for me. We'll go with Ronnie. DB's right. up there, but Ronnie just pips it. It's been good handing out these end of year awards. It's been quite a nice way to sort of sum up mm. the year. It's been a really fun year. We've had some amazing shouts coming in from listeners. Uh, boys, I believe we've got one last voice note to listen to for the year. And all I'm told is it's from an old friend of the pod. Mm. Are you ready? Intriguing. Okay. Here we go. Hey guys, Graham here. Um, although I can think of a few awards my friend should be nominated for this year. Um, I think in this submission, I'm going to nominate myself for my Ed Sheeran impression. Ed Sheeran guy. Oh, oh, Graham. I was like, Graham? No, yeah, no. Yeah. As soon as you said Graham, I was like, it's the Ed Sheeran guy. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Ed Sheeran guy. Like, he is amazing. Please tell me he's got another song, Chris. Well, I'm looking at his voice note. There's still a good sort of 40 seconds oh, to go. Thank so God. I'm hoping so. He's, thank God. I'm going to pick up the pieces. I'm building Lego house. When things go wrong, we can knock it down. My three words have two meanings. There's one thing on my mind. It's all for you. It's dark and I call December. You keep me warm. If you broke another manger, I'll keep you sheltered from the sun. I'm out of love. I'm out of love. I'll pick you up when you're getting down. And after all these things, you. I hope you love you better now. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Graham. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> why don't we, like, oh. why don't we make early next year boost spirits and all that? Let's get him out on the street. Let's get him busking. Oh, but, like, for us. Yeah. We'll bring him, yeah. bring him here or something. Right, yeah, and 
I have to say, we've had hours of entertainment this year via all the list of voice notes. Uh, not just Graham. Um, the videos and messages you've left for us on social have been unbelievable. Thanks to everyone who got involved. For all those who joined us for a pint and won a crate, uh, hopefully enjoyed them. Yeah, and for everyone else, if you want to enjoy a sip of Punk IPA like we're doing right now, just head over to brewdog.com where new customers can get 15% off using the code CROUCH15 at checkout. So just type that in when you get to checkout. CROUCH15. And cheers, everyone. What a year it's been. Cheers, boys. Cheers. 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 Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Welcome back, everyone. Oh, uh, yeah, that didn't go as well as I'd hoped. It's still trying. Yeah, the kit itself has come with... Um, Where did you get this from? Ordered it online. Um, the thing to actually make Crouchy bleed... I'm aware that people, some people aren't good with blood, so... Um, but yeah, the thing that we're trying to do to get the sample, which we could then have, uh, has failed. And Sid's is trying to fix it, but it doesn't look like it's happening. So I think what you're going to have to do is do this at home, and then we'll have to come back with the... Results of this. Oh, right. we'll be back strong with that next week. Lovely right. thought, though, mate. Appreciate that. Yeah, as long as you do it, well, it's broken now, isn't it? Yeah, but that's just for the just just to get some a sample from you. So you could do that. In the... Oh, right. So if I keep that, yeah, then I'll know. you've got to be really careful, obviously, when you do this sort of stuff. But yeah, um, the test has failed. Okay. Oh. Fuck's sake! I mean, that... it was a lovely thought, mate. Well, that's what is just got this some one socks. Is two in there as well when we've. Fucked it up both. Yeah, and then Sid's has uh, got my secret Santa. Yeah. Which I'm absolutely buzzing about. And you've wrapped it. I've everything. wrapped it myself, yeah. Did you, did you wrap it yourself? Of course I did, yeah. Of course. I don't think it's I nice, can do that. Nice, nicely wrapped. Yeah. I've kept the receipts, so if you don't, if you don't like it, you can... Uh, you can take it back. Just checking for oh, money or God, something. What's this? It's oh, it's a wrong. <laughs> <isn't> it? <laughs> it's a wrong. It's amazing. Oh, it's wow. got the chain on it. <laughs> wow. With chain. How did you find that? It's got a rock oh, chain on it. It's a rock. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> oh, we, we, me and you have got to wear the same thing. Wow. Like. I just thought, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. A hundred percent. You know, you were, you were digging the look then. Uh, Great look. I think it will suit you. One of my favourite looks of Steve Sidwell this year has been him in a roll neck. <laughs> Look really Steve Jobs. We've talked about it before. And uh, we were talking about my one experience in a roll neck, which it was kind of a disaster. But yeah, mate, thank you so much. I look forward to wearing that. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Just send us a pic of that on Christmas Day. I will. Shall I do right. it Christmas Please, Day? If you don't yeah. mind. Bring this back to, uh, to football and, and Christmas and that sort of time. How important is it for your mentality to be say how does it differ with being top at Christmas like it's often seen as a goal isn't it mm. but really the season has got so much longer left of it but Christmas seems to be this kind of hump that you want to get over and 
and it's still a tangible aim, even though there is no trophy or any yeah. anything that really. But how big is that from a mentality point of view of a player? Mm. I think there's loads of there's loads of uh, stats backing up the fact that <clears throat> if you come out of the Christmas period top, like there's not many that that lose it. And obviously there are you know anomalies, but most of the time, you if you're top around that time, I think you're. I mean, it's a good time to be top, isn't it? I yeah. think mm. you come, once you come out of period, it's like you you get rid of all the kind of pretenders if you like mm. I heard Roy Keane say mm. the other day you know you get there's a few pretenders and then you come out of the Christmas period and they fall away and and then you see who's really like going for the title and yeah. quite often it's a two horse race but this this year it feels like it could be three mm. yeah which would be which would be great I I going back on my career I think every near enough every December yeah it's probably the first checkpoint that the manager has the meeting where he sits you down and says boys Nine games in four weeks. We, we can, he sort of addresses the squad, does it? We need everyone in the room. Makes it feel like everyone's going to take part. Everyone's going to get some game time. Live correctly. Mm. You're obviously going to have a, probably a Christmas party, admitted. But this is an element where we, if we come through this, we're going to put ourselves into the new year on a good front, like on the front foot in a good vein of form. But I think December's always the first checkpoint where they hit you with it do you have one eye on the january transfer window as well like does christmas become a time where you've got to prove yourself because you know that actually <laughs> there is a sort of lingering threat potentially of who could be bought in depends where you are like mm. like if you're like you might be flying mm. uh you know and potentially people looking at you for a move in in january or <clears throat> you know you might not be playing and you have the opportunity like if you if you do play a couple of games to, to, to move on again in January. Yeah, you've got to keep yourself ready, haven't you, for all the kind of transfer windows if you're in that if you're in that position. Mm. It's kind of a routine, isn't there? You sort of December, the build-up to Christmas, then you've got the, the quick games over Christmas, then the first week in Jan is always FA Cup weekend, mm. isn't it? Love that So weekend. you always look forward to that. Yeah. All the British lads do. Yeah. The foreign lads just get on with it. <laughs> and then it's kind of, then after that, then it kind of, calms down a bit but then but then the January window is open already by then and that's when it hits you it's like fuck well mm. it's mm. literally the last six weeks have flown by mm. so it's quite it's quite it goes quick because you have so many games yeah do you know what I mean so from December 4th to January 11th it literally just flies by so you hit this intense time have you ever been part of a team that sort of going into Christmas it's gone in reverse so you go into Christmas and you sort of fairly good results and that and you've actually been as Roy Keane might say a pretender and you've fallen away at Christmas and it's had that detrimental effect on your season yeah I've, I've mm. had that before um, and it's, not, it's actually nothing worse it's a fucking nightmare like and then there's a few times where you're you're kind of out out of the cups and stuff like that you know yeah. you're like around, around kind of November time you have mm -hmm. a little break away is it November is it when you have that November last international breaks November yeah, yeah like November so you might get a little trip away and it's one of those Dubai trips the Sam Allardyce West Ham trips and you know you probably might have had a bit of fun out there as well uh, and then you come back going to the, straight into the Christmas period and if you don't perform and you've had that trip like the pressure's on yeah. because you know you want it you want to do it again because it's fun but mm -hmm. like the, the owners and the you know the people that have paid for that trip if you come back and go and start losing every game around Christmas it can kill your season yeah and you're like well hold on a minute what the hell are you doing in that fucking warm weather trip yeah do you know what I mean it, comes, yeah, yeah. it, becomes, it becomes kind of like more pressure to perform but we haven't discussed your team Christmas parties really I don't yeah. know yeah on no. this podcast How yeah we had they? a few I was just, on the back of that we had that at Chelsea when I was there, 
we we wasn't having a great time at that at that particular time in at Christmas. So we had an in-house one at Stanford Bridge with the, with the wives, fancy dress, um, and fancy dress with the wives. Yeah, is that is that an odd vibe? Do, do you think? Like, like no. calling that? I think it is. I mean, I've never, I've never done a football one with the wives. That's what I mean. But so yeah, even I mean, stranger than to have I, fancy dress thrown I thought, into that yeah, as well. I think it was just a thing that we can't really <laughs> be seen me? in the press out as lads at Chelsea because the profile of people being seen. Yeah. We, we, we was never going to go away. So if we have one and we can have it in-house at Stamford Bridge, we're not trying to have a lads one. So it's like, right, I don't know whose idea it was to bring the missus. Sounds but, a bit shit if I'm honest, Sid. Um, I mean, look, different vibe, it, was, it? it was different vibes. It was still good. I mean, look, yeah, but you have to we was that. there. I mean, I went as a chicken. Um, I've been a chicken What before. was your missus? She Egg. went as... Uh, I think she went as like... Mike Dean. Mike Dean. Ahead of the curve. No, it was ahead of the curve. She, <laughs> she went as, um, I think, like a... Superwoman or something like that, like a sexy superwoman. Yeah. Is um, there competition? Did you? Did, I don't know if you and your wife talk, talked about this. Was the competition between the wives about because fancy dress gets interesting? I find often with girls. So, say it's yeah, around Halloween, a, it's always yeah. got to be sexy rather yeah, than. Yeah, I think the lads couldn't give a shit. Mm -hmm. I mean, JT winners, Mister Mister JT and um, Tony winners, Mister Incredible and Mrs. Incredible. I've seen the picture. Of that, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Ashley Cole turn up as Batman with Cheryl Cole's Catwoman. Stop it. <laughs> for, for PVC or leather, whatever it was, but like you could have heard a pin drop. Could have heard a pin drop? <laughs> was there, was was there like a big entrance, was it? <laughs> no, like, I think they arrived late because I think like Coley's Coley. Yeah, but I'm imagining, you well, know, like Del... for the, uh, for the no, side no, no, I'm imagining Del Boy and Rodney, you know, when they go into that room, but just It like... all goes quiet. yeah. Yeah, I mean, she looked fantastic. Yeah. And she he, look, he looked great. And he looked sure, great, well. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we had DJ Spoonie, he was DJing. <laughs> you see, this is good Yeah, now. it was good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, do you know what? There's actually a video. Fine. I've got a yeah. video of uh, of Spoonie. He actually come, as, as the DJ, he come fancy dress as well. He come in uh, like a, an old-fashioned golfer. So with the high socks, mm. the flat cap. With a golf bag, pencil, uh, with like a pencil uh, golf bag brilliant. and some clubs. So when we was leaving... Yeah, I don't know what time we finished. One, two in the morning. We had to leave via the pitch. So we had to go down from the venue, one of the boxes or hospitality suites, down the concourse, through the onto the pitch, and then walk around the pitch. And I said to Spoons, can you get a golf ball? Have you got any golf balls in the bag? And he went, yeah. I said, can you, from one end to the other, this is pitch black, by the way, and just with the, do you remember the lights that go on the pitch to get the grass to grow? Yeah. The floodlights. So you could just about see the goal at the far end. And I said, can you sling a ball through that goal? And he was like, I'll give it a go. Obviously, he was sober and he dropped this ball down and I videoed it and I swear I've sent it to him. And he's, he zinged this four iron and it just went, imagine this, it's like two in the morning at Stanford and he's just hit this ball. I'm, I'm videoing behind him and he's hit this ball and it's just gone like a rocket. And it just went through the goal. Through the goal. Ah. From one end to the other. Wow. One of the best shots I've ever seen. Really? And it's went and made a racket like, ding, bang, bang, bang. Yeah. And wow. That was it. And I've, and I've sent the video to him. Brilliant. Really? So that was the in-house one. 
be basically at Chelsea. So that was just going off onto the big one. There's something to be said for that, though. The idea of an empty stadium and getting run of an empty stadium, what you'd actually yeah. do. I mean, like, I think yeah. you've done the right thing there. Because has, has anyone ever done that? Hit a golf ball from one side to the other? I wouldn't say anyone's even... I don't, I don't think it's Stanford Bridge. Mind you, they might have done when the, when, the old, when the cars were parked behind the goal. It was long... But no, I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah. anyone's done that, have they? Yeah, amazing sense. Think yeah. of all the history on that football pitch and Sid's has seen something that no one's ever seen on that pitch. Mate, DJ Spoonie pinging yeah. a forearm from one I mean. end to the other. But yeah. that's the beauty of the Christmas party, isn't it? That's the sort of Things thing that happen. comes from it. And, and also, if you work in an iconic venue, right... Anything from the Royal Albert Hall to mm. a football stadium to, I don't know, any, like literally any, but you get run of the place for your Christmas party. You want to do mm. something with it. Yeah. There'll be stories out there. You know? oh, yeah. Probably, yeah. I remember we went at Liverpool, we went to, uh, to, to Aldo's bar. I remember John Aldridge mm. had a bar in Liverpool. Yeah. Do you, remember, do you ever, ever see the photo of Steve Gerrard when he walked in with the, and he was an old man? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't he on a moped though? Wasn't he? So he had, he had, he had a, a mobility scooter. Oh, mobility scooter. But he yes. had this, this mask that he had on was so good mm. that he, so there's all like paps outside. There's all like photographers. So when we were walking down, it was, um, you know, they were getting everyone's outfits, whatever, and everyone was in the paper. But he, uh, he came in and the photographers helped him in. <laughs> and didn't they just thought he was an old man? Like, it was that good. We had that at Brighton. We played Birmingham City away. Glenn Murray scored a last minute winner on the Friday night, and we're going to Manchester for our Christmas party. Gaffers give us the green light. Okay, so you're going straight from the game, straight from the game. Oh, I coach, love the idea separate of that. coach to Manchester. So, so team coach is going back. Yeah, and there was a few that jumped on that team coach because the Christmas party isn't for everyone. Is it? No, 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 no. I mean, the foreign boys don't understand it at all. But even some of the English lads, quite a few of them, some of them, just, don't, of them. just doesn't, just doesn't tick their box. They have to. Be, it's, it's a fine if you don't go. <laughs> Pretty huge fine. That's incredible, isn't it? Well, it's just turn up for you know, even for the meal. Don't have to you know do anything else. Yeah, yeah, but if it's in Manchester, if you're going from Birmingham to Manchester, that's a big ask just to go for dinner. So then have to travel. Probably yeah, back you probably would pay the fine. Again. Yeah, to not pay go. the fine for that. So we went to Manchester and we went out on the Saturday. We went out Friday, went out Saturday and then we had fancy dress on the Sunday. Mm. And uh, it was Arsenal and Man City in Manchester as well. And we was at a bar and uh, we was in a bar and there was a lot of Arsenal fans in this, in this bar watching, obviously just come up, couldn't get a ticket for the game in Manchester. And there's all us lot of fancy dress. And I went as like a rocker. So I had like a big long black wig um, like uh, faded jeans, ripped jeans, ripped t-shirt, um, like a Nero Smith kind of vibe. Mm. Blow up guitar. What was the theme? Like rock star. Rock got, stars. Yeah, I got rock star. I got, no, I got rock star. It was an alphabet. Wow. Alphabet. Oh, oh. it's a different theme. Yeah, different, different letters. Yeah. 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 And uh, these Arsenal fans recognise me. I have no idea how. And then they was like, in this middle of this pub, Sidwell is a gooner, because obviously coming through Arsenal's Academy. Yeah. And the whole place went down, like went quiet, and it was like, Sidwell gives a song. And this is in like a Weatherspoons in Manchester. <laughs> so I've literally, I've had to, I've shushed everyone. Shh. Got up on this stall. And what did I sing? I sang, um, <laughs> I sang, uh, I sang, who to, who to be, who to be a gooner. Uh, and the whole place erupted. Went crazy. All, started, wow. all these Arsenal fans started singing this song. 
God, I can sort of imagine it. Yeah, a bit cringe. Uh, a bit cringe. Sounds good. It's a bit cringe. It does sound good. So you know, you know the Stamford Bridge Christmas party. So yeah. you, you see, so you've, you've done the golf ball thing. Yeah. So then, did you have a team Christmas party? No. Just that Christmas party yeah. that year. That year that was yeah. Yeah. Better to be in house starved. I, I just think like like Harry said, it kind of it kind of puts unnecessary pressure on you. And I think now you don't really see it now, do you? Like let's yeah. be honest, there was there was teams letting themselves down left, right and centre, you know, yeah. it, back in the day, wasn't there? Yeah. You know, and it, it went from a stage in the 90s where it was totally fine, yeah. get away with it. And then it got to kind of, 2000s was touch and go. Yeah. Then it got like 2010 cost, yeah. kind of around that time. Early that 2000s, you could problems, still do it, couldn't it? it? It's mad that Christmas feels like a storm you've got the weather as a footballer. Yeah, exactly right. That, that, that on, so, you know, when it said about Leicester, and it working well. We had that at Reading too. You know, when we, we went up with 106 points, the record for the championship, we won 10 on the bounce over Christmas. 10 games on the bounce. Mm. Wow. That's 30 points we picked up. Right. Did you have a good Christmas party? So we went to Newcastle and two of the... So we went to Newcastle the weekend. Two of the lads, or three of the lads actually, didn't come back. They stayed up and they missed training Monday and Tuesday. And Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. And they fell in love. They, they was obviously single. They was single. <laughs> they fell in love and they stayed up there. And then three the big, of they... them fell in love. <laughs> the oh, we put that as if it was really romantic. Three of them. <laughs> they fell in love. <laughs> you know what? Uh, when love happens, yeah, well, you don't know. Like you just gotta go with it. Three you, of them fell in three love. Three Reading players <laughs> in love. <laughs> and I'm sure they were being totally romantic I can just imagine all three of them there unbelievable they anyway, they stayed up this was in the middle of, this is this was in the middle of our run by the way and uh the gaffer was you know I, 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 how I, did I, he take it I could have who's the gaffer Copple. Steve Copple yeah and uh how did you know, take them quite, calling in love and not reporting for training yeah, quite a disciplinarian I'm sure I'm sure that they they started the next game and we won again so it was kind of just brushed under the carpet. Mm. Oh, everything helps. You know, when you're winning games, it's just everything, you know. That's what I mean. You were getting the points. Yeah. So you can't argue. And if love strikes then, like, what, you just can't. What an amazing um, season for them. You know, record points. You know, they fell in love. Three, <laughs> three people found love in a hopeless place. <laughs> Unbelievable. Newcastle did actually. I mean, it's the city of love, isn't it, for me? It was hard to get them back from from the city. Newcastle. It's like we only say Bangkok. Bangkok's got them now. Newcastle. What what I couldn't gather is right. What did they do on Monday and Tuesday? People had to work. I'm sure they must have just. What were they doing there? Just bring it off. Wow. I dread to think. I'm sure, given that they were in love, it would have been just like the most incredibly romantic things that the city could offer. On the film, I think they went to the races. I think on a Monday night. I think racism was on. Two cars. I don't know why it's uh, falls in love. Uh, no, I mean, why not? Leave them to it. But it's just the idea that one of them's turned around to the other and gone, I think I'm in love. And the other one's gone, I think I'm in love. And mate, Someone say love? Goes, I can't believe it. I'm in love too. <laughs> I think mean, I think the first one was like fuck you I ain't going home that's what it was yeah. and yeah. then the other one was like well if you're staying I'm going to stay because oh, I'm in love <laughs> and then the other one went oh if you lot if you two are going to stay then I've got yeah. license to stay yeah so fair enough what a team that, that was yeah. numbers. that Reading yeah. team was I know you know what yeah. I wish there was an all or nothing on that Reading trip that yeah. Reading, not sorry on the whole season it's like that it was amazing I remember I remember you absolutely banging in yeah, goals for fun yeah like 
that little that little point. I remember you scoring like yeah. worldies as well, like absolute thirty yarders, yeah. top bins. Yeah, it continued that. Fire, weren't you? It continued that that team spirit. I think I've said it before. We went to Marbella twice in March because we was already up by April, so we went in March and April. But you've got the famous Invincibles, right? Did you ever have a nickname? The Lotharios. That's what you were. <laughs> the Casanovas. Uh, the, the Casanovas. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. What the year was it? Casanova. What year, year was it? 2006. Yeah, so, so you got yeah. the 05 the 6 Casanovas. Invincibles. Casanovas. No, but like, that's still the record, isn't it? Still the record, yeah. Right, so, whatever they're doing, right? It's the record. It's worse. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Brilliant. And we, we've got three women in Newcastle somewhere, unless they've moved on, to thank for that. Yeah. Partly, but, yeah, that's a big not, chunk of the team, isn't it? Helps, it helps. You know what I mean? It helps. Well, it can't. It didn't hinder. Definitely not. It didn't hinder, and it can sometimes, can't it? What love? Love, love can hinder. I'm sure you've seen good players fall fall away due to love. It can galvanise and it can mm. destroy. Mm. I think. Yeah, it is. But these three come back stronger. Mm. Yeah, literally. Uh, yeah, mm. great. Good for them. Um, you know, uh, we're talking about how. <laughs> Football and what Christmas. are we talking about? Again? We know how football and Christmas, in a weird kind of way, they 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 have to coexist, but they don't necessarily blend together very well. Because at Christmas time, you might be taken away from your family. You can't enjoy the normal Christmas festivities. But yet, football clubs are still trying to do Christmas parties. The manager's still trying to allow certain things. Mm-hmm. But there's still Christmas traditions that seem to exist as well. Uh, have you heard the Fergie story? What, the pantomime? Yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard, I've heard from the players. Yes. Yeah. Have you? Yeah, yeah from the players' yeah. mouth. Yeah. I wasn't aware of this. So under Fergie, um, the Fergie Manchester United youth players would put on a panto every year. Uh, it was reported that one year Nanny got the hump because in the panto, one of the youth players had a Nanny shirt on uh, with a dog lead and was being dragged around by a youth player playing Ronaldo. Yeah. So it's almost like the it was like a panto that was been. Done yeah. for you guys' entertainment yeah. to yeah, make they, fun of. They kind of take the piss out of the first. It went team, too man. far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, mean, it, I think it did a few times. <laughs> but um, yeah, I remember. I remember them once. They had to. Uh, the young lads had to basically come in to a bar as if it was a bar, but it was a training ground, and, and and in front of all the first team players, you got Kane, you know, Beckham, mm. <laughs> Kicks, Skulls, you know. And destroy Rooney, whatever you know, all the players are sitting there watching. Imagine how nervous you are as a young lad. You come in, and one of the lads is there sitting on a stool, and they have to come in and do the best chat up lines in front of everyone. Stop. Wow. Yeah. So then, and then they have to dance as if like they've she wants to dance with them, and then they'd show them like your moves and things like that. So this was just sort of festive entertainment for the players. Yeah. You can't, you can't get away with that now. I don't know. I don't think, yeah. Don't think you can't get away with that now. No, but I guess if we're calling it under the spirit of team bonding, you know, if oh, everyone's consenting and it was a fun thing to do, that's that's what I'm assuming from yeah. this. It was a good, you know, it's a little panto. Yeah. Well, I, I go see my kids do panto. Yeah, yeah. You well, know, I, they do know, weird I wasn't, stuff I there, wasn't there. Like, I wasn't there, but like, yeah. you know, that's what, I mean, it's out there anyway. So yeah. they do, they used to do the pantomime, but yeah, some of it sounded funny. Some of it was pretty ruthless. Right. Okay. <laughs> when, when, when you was a youth team player, did you, because um, you, you, you scared was, shitless going in the first team just for didn't you? Yeah, no, no. What I'm saying is, well, uh, at Christmas time, that was when you'd get your Christmas bonus, wouldn't yeah, it, for cleaning yeah. the boots? So I think my year or the year after was one of the f- last years to clean the first the, the first team player boots. Yeah. So at Christmas, you'd have to go down to the dressing room and uh, and get your money. And I remember at Arsenal, they 
made a stand on a box. It was snowing one year, and they made a stand on a box outside in the snow. They're luzzing snowballs at us. And we had to sing Christmas carols, one, like one of us <laughs> yeah. at a time. That's really it. There's a get, bit of a kind of initiation vibe to it all. Yeah, just to get 60 quid. Yeah. Make it matter. Like, what, what did you get about 60 quid? I think um, my first year, I got 60 quid. And then uh, the second year, because I think on the first year, apparently some people got more than others uh, due to the, the player, whoever it was. Uh, being tight or not tight. And the rumour was that Sol Campbell would just give his lad a 20, 20 pound note. So it was, it all come on top. And uh, the first team had to put in the kitty in the end and that got then distributed. To, so we, I think the second year we got probably got 100. No 100, 100 what, so every, all the players would chip in and then it was equally split? Yeah. Rather, okay, so it wasn't mm. like the players find money. It was like a whip around for mm. the guys. Yeah. But like back the in the day, it used to be like up to the players' discretion. Yeah. Yeah. So you obviously everyone wanted to get Les. Les Ferdinand used to, used to be, like, I think it was like 150, 200 quid. Hefty. Big tip. Like big one, yeah. So like yeah. Les is obviously like so top man, right? Just to look after the young lads. But I remember I had David Ginola. David Howes gave me 60 quid pretty early on. But then David Ginola uh, didn't didn't give me any cash. So I just like, I had to pull Les. Say, uh He's, he's, got, <laughs> he's not sort of, yeah. And obviously, I don't want to be that person. I feel like an American. Do you know what I mean? You know, when Americans in restaurants go, like, you haven't given any a tip. I mean, yeah. well, they get quite angry about it. Whereas, like, <laughs> in, in this country, we kind of just, just swallow it, don't you? Yeah. Can you just talk me through play by play that conversation? conversation. It's like, you must have been nervous before. Oh, that. yeah, you're breaking I, I went through it. I went through, like, loads of time. And everyone was talking about it, and they kept coming in with all their cash. And I was going, fucking David's the best player in the league at the minute. Mm. Surely he can spare me 40 quid, I think. Did you try and hint towards him at all? Did <coughs> you sort of say, like, no, you know, when you like go in, uh, going in with clean boots, like around Christmas, yeah. and then they were impeccable around that time, and then, like, they had a big grin. These are your boots, <laughs> yeah. da David. Here they are, like presenting them. Mm. And, uh, here's your thank you for ages. And then you just, but he didn't of... know that, I don't think he knew the kind of routine yeah, of what we do so then you had to go and have a conversation with Les I think, I think the conversation kind of got brought up because Ledley was quite tight Was he was around the first team so Ledley kind of was my mate was around you know, at that time would have been Sol would have been still winning at Tottenham um, and, and I think I was with Ledley so I felt a bit braver and I was like uh, Les you know David David hasn't got, got give me a tip or anything he's like oh, no, I'll sort it out and then next day it was Happy New Year, actually. It wasn't Happy Christmas because it was January. Yeah. So he'd give me 60 quid. 60 quid the going rate, by the sounds of it. Back in the day, Back it was. Back in those yeah. days, I think. Yeah. 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 Back in talking, the day. I'm talking that, that was about 98, 99. Yeah. Yeah. I got a great story on Celez. Not Christmas story. Mm. So he was at Reading. Um, back end of his career. And he was still living in, up the north in Manchester, around there. And he had a helicopter licence. Yeah, and remember uh, it, yeah. We played on a Saturday and we was in on a Sunday because we had a game on the Monday. I think it's that bank holiday weekend where there's a Saturday-Monday game, isn't there? Mm. In April. Crazy. And the championship, it still exists now, I think, isn't it? Saturday-Monday, it's crazy. So, yeah. Yeah, sounds about right. So, um, we, was in on, we was in on a Sunday. So, we have come in on a Sunday. Les was coming in his chopper because we, we must have played up north on the Saturday. He mm. stayed. He's brought his chopper in, landed it, got out, got in, got changed, got his boots on. We're going out, we're doing a little warm-up, we've got the circle going. Steward, come over, old geezer. Les, sorry, sorry, Les. Um, so can, you, can you move your helicopter, please? <laughs> so he's gone, well, what's up? 
Can so you as, move your helicopter, as, please? As he's looked around, he, he said, the kids can't kick off because you've parked on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> so there's just... kids, right, and parents around this pitch, right? Imagine like little kids, wow. nine-year-old. Helicopter like, they've come out and there's a chopper there. So I swear, he, in his boots, he run over, so, yeah, got, got in there, obviously had to move people back, and he literally put the chopper up. <laughs> went over and parked it on the other side of the oh, pitch. Oh, madness, isn't it? And then got back out and then carried on training. That's so... That would the coolest thing I've ever heard, that. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? Like, I... Because I, I've seen it. I was at Tottenham and uh, Les came and he, it was at the end of... Trembley Old Spurs Lodge, you had the, the, the training ground, you had got loads of pitches at the front. But if you go down the steps and down through the yeah. car park there, you've got one pitch on its own. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was actually where I used to play my youth team games. Um, but that one pitch on own wasn't in use. So he landed his helicopter in there once, right? And then he was going like, do you want to come up in it? And like Defoe, I think Robbie Keane, a few lads just went up, went up in, his, in the helicopter, like just a little whiz round and then back down again on the training ground. I was like, I just don't... I don't know why, but I don't trust... Like, if I get in a helicopter with s someone I don't know, mm. I trust them mm. more than I would trust Les Ferdinand. Mm. And, I, and that's weird because I know Les and yeah. I should trust the person you know more than the person I don't know. No, I get it. But I was like, you're Les Ferdinand, you're a centre forward, you score goals, you don't fly, heli <laughs> <laughs> you don't, you don't fly helicopters. That's why I couldn't get my head round. I think you can be brilliant at football, um, but you're right to be suspicious about how good you are at uh, flying a helicopter. Flying, yeah. mm -hmm. like, like, for instance, if I said, right, no, I've got my licence, would you go out there Mate, now I'll, I'll and tell you what's go weird. with me? I can't even take helicopters out of it. I can't imagine either of you driving. Really? I can't imagine being in a car watching you drive. Driving a car? Driving a car. What? <laughs> I'd find it well weird. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you having said that though, having said that though, because I've been in a car with him, right? And he's actually a very good driver. Is he? But, but, I wonder. No, no, I wonder about you because <laughs> no, I've never seen you in a car. Are you, are you a backseat driver? I'm a good driver. No, I. No, but the thing is, I, the thing is, because I, I know he, I've been in a car with him, but I've never been in a car with you. I've never been in a car with either of you. I don't think driving. Have I been in the car? We've been in the car like the back seat of a car. Yeah. Do you remember when we ran yeah. down Oxford Circus that yeah. time. That was good. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Basically, we're in a load of traffic <laughs> down Oxford Street. We need to get the some like awards on. or something. So we're in suits, and uh, Crouchy's made the call. He's gone. We're not. We're not getting anywhere in this car. We'll just run to the, this awards like a ten-minute run it, on yeah. Google Maps. And sure enough, get out of the car, puts his hat on. We're, I'm running behind. I thought this is one of the maddest fucking experiences of my life. Just running down Regent Street. Regent Street. <laughs> the whole, whole way down Regent Street. Did you make yeah. it? In suits. Yeah, we did, actually. Yeah. yeah, I was knackered. But yeah. Sorry, back to the car thing, though. I There's something a bit unusual about it. And I think it might be your Soles, um thing as well. In that it's kind of like, I look at you two as phenomenal footballers, right? For some reason, I get a vibe you'd both be shit at driving cars. Really? Yeah. What do you think? I'd be. We'd be a bit reckless, maybe. Is that just like there's just something a bit. You, you like sort of feeding the wheel through your hands, kind of thing. Like <laughs> I don't know. You're just, a, you're a feeder of the wheel, hundred percent. No, you're you two hands. You're two hands on the wheel, hundred <laughs> percent. You're a two hander. Are you a double hander? <laughs> you think I'm a two hander? I think you'll be one of those that's always like. Because you're used to it with the football. You're used to sort of like this awareness and sort of... I don't know. I just vibe. think it's... You get that vibe. Yeah. I'm a two-hander. Whoa. You know what you think? Whoa. <laughs> George.
that's really interesting, isn't it? I think I'd it's, love it's to quite interesting looking out. at someone and thinking because we've talked about this before. Like, when you, I think you can look at someone and say if that you and know if they're a Messi or Ronaldo man. Like, I look at him mm. and I know he's a Ronaldo man. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, like, yeah, it looks like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's weird. You yeah. just know. Yeah. Whereas. There's nothing There's wrong with having two hands on the wheel, I should point out yeah, as well. It's, but it's just how you should drive. But I'm saying, Crouchy, I kind of see it as like, what would it be, nine and three? Ten to uh, two. On, ten to is two. it ten to, ten to two? Thank you. Yeah, so, or 20 to... See, he even knows. That one. Because you can go 20, under... Like, 20, yeah. 20 to... Yeah. Four. Five. five. 20 five. Do you know what he does? When he pulls out, he does his observations all around. So it's like, mirror, <laughs> I can't mirror, believe mirror, you got me down. indicator. <laughs> I can't believe you got me down like that. Do you put your handbrake on? <laughs> Labagast. Do you put your handbrake on when you get to traffic light? <laughs> you drive in. <laughs> Check your mirrors. Mirror <laughs> signal manoeuvre. That one as well. Like, get the flight down. I think if you had to I can't reverse, you got me down like if that. you had to reverse, you'd give That's me the ick. You'd be one of those with the arm around the seat. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be there going like, I can't believe this. It's unfair that. I've seen him drive. I can't believe you. You got me so I'll tell you what you'd be good at. You'd smash the hazard perception test, but you'd overclick. You'd be True. one of those that is like, you'd be so focused but viewing everything as a hazard. This is what I mean. You'd be, you're technically, you're technically a driving instructor's wet dream. You're brilliant. You, you pass your test first time, but it's all through like yeah, correct yeah, yeah, yeah. technique. And sort so of you think I'm still, I'm, I'm going out there at the moment and you think like I'm, I'm too... Like I'm by the book. I think if it's like a right hand turn, we're going to be at that junction for fucking hours. I'm going to be going, just, just go, just go, and you'll go, no, not. I can't it's not believe. safe. I can't. <laughs> he's coming for you. I think, I think he's coming for you because he's. I think he's deflecting. Uh, you're deflecting. Hundred percent. You not are. Hiding. You I'm are. Right. I'm Can fine. I ask you a question? <laughs> yeah. From the your normal routine, Monday to Sunday, do you drive more than you get driven? Uh, well, I don't drive. Yeah, I, d I don't drive into work daily. Yeah, so, so you get driven so, more. Yeah, that's I mean. Yeah, but I, I, I drive. No, no Steve. <laughs> Posh twats. <laughs> All right. Well, let's well, let's <laughs> let's, let's got let's, in there. Let's get a let's book a racing circuit. <laughs> Wait. All right. All right. Oh. I'll, I'll I'll smash you. No, I will beat you all. <laughs> <laughs> it, what, what's I'm all, not saying you're a bad driver. I'm saying you're a brilliant driver. Yeah, but just but you think I'm too I'm too cautious. Yes, yeah, I yeah, think I'm, you'll I'm be a very I'm a feeder. <laughs> yeah, I think we should do a go karting day. <laughs> that, that would yeah, right, it's testing, it's it testing the wrong thing. I almost feel like what we should all do is do our driving test. We should do a driving test, right? Yeah, but like, that, that, in, your, in your opinion, like. I'll, I'll, I think I'll, I'll score win that. I'd score high, but then, but then I'd make everyone ill. By the I way, I don't know I'm what performing. the test is because it's almost like what we need to do is like a wife swap situation, so they can all experience what it's like to be driven by a different person. That would be a test because, yeah, you know, is you, do you look in your mirrors every four seconds? I, that's what I, I'm I, imagining. I, I look in my mirrors a lot. Yeah, because that's what I'm saying. I, mean, I, I, as I should. I just imagine his head just constantly. Like, <laughs> I can't believe this. <laughs> And if you, it's like if someone looked to your left, you know how some people just look unnatural driving. I can imagine someone being in the car next to you and being like, there's Crouchy. And you're there and it's just like really focused. <laughs> Do you know when you see someone at the wheel, right? You know when you see someone at the wheel? You are rock completely wrong, by the way. <laughs> so, but you know when you see someone, you look there and you're just like, you know when 
and they are so close (laughs) the windscreen's there and they're like pushed right up and they're like "Ah," and their eyes are so open (laughs) the motorway I think it's celebrities though I think if you imagine celebrities driving or if you see a celebrity driving out in the wild it looks weird man doesn't it Mm. do you think well, name us, name any celebrity and imagine them driving. It's odd. Yeah, when you when you go like that, yeah. Didn't the Queen drive when she was alive? Yeah, till late. Range she did, Rovers, didn't she? Yeah. She'd be in the Range Rover yeah. and that. Yeah, but just like, around Balmoral, I think. But <laughs> <laughs> it's on the grounds. I mean, still, still, it's like she's not going down the M40. Is what I'm saying. Have yeah. you ever seen someone famous drive? Uh, really good question. Have you ever pulled up at the lights? I I, I did it with Roy Keane, didn't I? Yeah. Saw Roy Keane, didn't I? Yeah, I was in an Aston Martin. Oh, yeah. yeah, remember yeah, I told that story. Bridge, I told yeah. that story. Yeah. yeah, and he looked at me, and I, I, I was, I just, I had the old speed garage on, and all that. I was like, it's I was what I mean, I think oxide you've... neutrino, wound the window down, and all that. I was having myself massively. Roy Keane pulled up, and that was giving me a look, didn't he? I think you think you're a good driver. Does um, yeah, who's because I think also there's a there's a thing that being a footballer means you should be a good driver because you should be cool and it's sort of fast cars and all that. But you must have footballers statistically most of your team must be terrible drivers like they must be just you know why though why are they because because um, you can't all perception. footballers can't be good drivers well, do you know the, the insurance for a footballer right when I was trying to get my first car yeah, like this is I, I was 17 you know uh, lived in London and I'm a footballer the, the insurance was just ridiculous it was like right where you can buy nice cars mm. yeah, it was like three times the amount like, wasn't it three times like my mates are, yeah I'm doing three times what my mates are paying ridiculous I'm trying to think what other footballers would be like you I sort of see Gareth Southgate like you <laughs> he's coming <laughs> for you <laughs> I can't Do you know what I mean? he's, he's, he's trying to get he's trying to get a proper nibble now. He's trying to get a bite. Gareth Southgate. Gareth Southgate. No, but do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just Well you think I drive like Gareth Southgate. Also, you wouldn't <laughs> smile when you drive. It's like <laughs> All right. And the radio can't be past a certain thing before it gets distracting. It's mm. can't deal with people around. No, do you know what I think? I, I reckon you use <laughs> cruise control. That's what I think. <laughs> Is that? What's I wrong reckon with you go. Control? I just think if you're if you're in a sixty, you'll go just to go like <laughs> just a, to bit, a bit, bang a, on. a bit, yeah. Uh, like just to 60. think you're really excited. No, I think you go sixty-one. Yeah, and, and you get an erection out of it <laughs> while drinking a herbal tea. <laughs> I reckon you get sexually aroused by sixty-one. <laughs> he has denied it. Please send us through any experiences of bumping into celebrities driving. Because I think it's weird. I think what I'm coming away from with this <laughs> like, God, is what? it's weird to see celebrities I know what you mean. Driving. I know what you mean. It's fucking weird. <laughs> I forgot. You know what you said about, like, because I thought you were going to say, uh, email in if you've seen me drive, whatever, yeah. or, or, on the well, road. Yeah. yeah. But because there was one yesterday, and uh, I don't, I'm sure this fella's a listener, and I want to apologise to him, um, because I was coming out of uh, my little girl had netball, and he knows where it is if he's a listener. And I think he might be, because <laughs> as I came out... So the, basically, I've, I reckon I'm in the right, but there's a red light here, there's a um, car here, and then there's a car like just about to kind of join, but, but like five mm. miles an hour. So obviously I've edged out, because red light, it can't go anywhere. Mm. So as, I, as I've edged out, he's like going, like beeping and waving his arms <laughs> around. Like, I went... Couldn't believe it. So obviously I've just gone out anyway. And then as I've gone out, I ran the window down. I said, fuck, it's a fucking red light, you dick. Like that. And then obviously I could see him about to give me some. And then he's obviously like recognised me, right? So he's gone, 
and then I could see his face kind of change. Instead of abusing me, he went, Crouchy. He went, <laughs> I went, he went, uh, calm down, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and I just got a fucking dick. <laughs> and I was thinking, oh, you might already listen. Yeah. Uh, all right, got a few messages here. Little crimbo messages, these ones. Oh, great. Uh, yeah, a message from Johnny says, once at uh, work Christmas meal, I accidentally tossed my napkin onto a table and set it on fire. <laughs> then in my haste, I flew on the floor to stomp on it, but it set fire to a nearby Christmas tree. Uh, again, accidentally. Uh, I've never heard the end of it. So that's a Mr. Bean storyline, that. So I assume it went on the candle in the middle of the table. Yeah. I've seen that happen. I've seen that. I've seen that. That's a wedding thing as well that you've got to be a bit wary of. Easy to get the napkins because mm. you just throw it, don't you? You just sort of toss it in the middle. I'm not a big believer in napkins. What about you? Uh, yeah, not a fan. Unless I'm eating chicken wings. They always feel too small. You put them on the lap. Yeah, I mean, it's just habit for me now. I just literally, I I get it. As soon as I get down, I I put it on my lap. I use it all the time. Do you? Yeah, but it's just habit. I actually do use it as well. I say use it, it's on my lap. But don't you think they're, look, we don't need to go into this too much, but I just think they're always too small for the job. It kind of, Mm. find you've got to keep your legs together the whole time and you're better just having a towel draped across it. It's, like it's one of those things in restaurants, isn't it? Like, like, like the gluten cushion. Um, you know the the wine bollocks. Mm. Um, so much goes on in restaurants that's for the performance. Yeah, I agree. I, I think. Yeah. You know the napkin being one of them. Like, I, I literally, I could do this. Look, this is all you do. You're there. You got that. Like, you don't need the waiter to go to flick it out, and <laughs> drape it across you, do you? Yeah. Which is which is another thing that happens. It's like, don't worry about it, mate. I just put it there like that straight away. Yeah, they never teach these rules. It's a bit like they're willing to put the napkin on, but you can't call a waiter over to remove one, can you? No. If you, if you can't be asked to put it on in the first place, in a way, yeah, it would be weird to say, I'll just call the waiter over to remove the napkin <laughs> to my lap. Right, so let's start doing that, right? Because I think, you know, because actually... If they're going to put it on, they like, can take I, it off. After a meal, do you know what I mean? If they're going to put it on, right? After a meal, I've had, I've had loads of drink, I've, I've eaten, tired now. Do you know what I mean? If anything, I need yeah. it after. Yeah. So like, like before, no problem. I haven't had yeah. a drink yet. No, no worries. But by the end, I'm like, oh, like, yeah. I go. <laughs> just, I just saw this napkin down, out, just, mate. Just point, point down on it. Just go. <laughs> saw the napkin, mate. <laughs> you wouldn't but, do that. that. You wouldn't do but that. It's just, obviously, you wouldn't do that. No, but but like, what I'm saying is like, why, why would you no, do that? No, I get it. Yeah. Like, that's exactly it. It's not a disrespect thing at all. Yeah. What we're saying is, it's all for sure. It's no need Don't at the start. If you're not going to finish it, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay, so we've got a message from Smithy. Uh, primary school, Xmas night out. Stupidly booked, very close to the school we worked at. Uh, to put it bluntly, a member of staff whose position and name will remain unsaid decided to have a couple of Jaegers at the bar. This was innocent until he threw up all over the bar and was escorted out by the bouncer. As he was being thrown out, he realised the bouncer was a... <laughs> As he... <laughs> oh, <laughs> Uh, fuck me as he was being thrown out he realised the bouncer was a parent of a kid in his class and was and uh, he proceeded to shout relatively aggressively how would you like it if I treated your child like this luckily enough the parent saw the funny side and brought him a teach gift a teacher teacher's gift box that included some Jaeger and a sick bag hashtag bouncers are massive oh fair play to him a teacher's Christmas party I imagine it, it the worst case scenario is you're bumping into parents or pupils. Oh, yeah, nothing mm. worse. Or ex-pupils. That's the, that's the worst. You must get that yeah. everywhere. Think how many kids have gone to that school. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, well, that's yeah, why you've got yeah. to go to to Newcastle or, or Manchester and do mm. really if you're a teacher from a school and go head yeah. to the City of Love, get away from. <laughs> get do you know what I mean? A different city where you won't know parents. I reckon teachers give it a right go. Sorry. I reckon they blow the doors off it. <laughs> Seriously. Well, the teachers, teachers are, uh, by and large, sort of younger than you realise as well. well and, the, and the older ones, the, the quiet ones, you've got to be careful of. Yeah. What do you think is the hilarious subject? PE. I reckon the PE, the brash ones, like, oi, oi, get, a, get a fucking beer in, get, get a Jaeger. <laughs> and I reckon this is the science teacher. <laughs> is that, hold on, is that your impression of a PE teacher? <laughs> It's a PE teacher, they always wear shorts all year yeah, round. Do, yeah. Why do they do that? Why do they yeah, just, always, yeah. How many keys have they got? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen so many keys on one key ring. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can coach your eyes now and just everyone listening to this can ever, they all envisage that one PE teacher. Oi! Oi! Goose a Mr. Smith, you want a Jaeger? Yeah, I reckon. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of who else it would be. Biology may be in for a shout there. I, I reckon geography and science. They're the one. They're the one. They're the they're the loose Do you ones. Think geography. Loose. Yeah, loose ones. Oh, I was going to say home early. Aren't geography. French. Yeah, French is a couple of glasses. Nice glasses of red and a cheese board. Yeah. And then home. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, languages. I think. Yeah, too too um, elegant for Christmas parties. Yeah. yeah. You know, they 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 they're swearing the wine. DT. Hardcore dance. Yeah, DT woodwork, DT. Hard, yeah. hardcore, dance hardcore anthems. electronica. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, straight to slightly, fabric. After they go, they go yeah. to egg, they go to egg till six in the morning. <laughs> you know, they go fabric straight after. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit more chemical. Do you reckon? You know? Yeah, you reckon, I think so. Yeah, straight I just, I don't know why. I think it's just this idea that they've always got headphones on, haven't they? And they it's woodwork and it's focused yeah. and it's don't know. There's something. Maybe so, that's just my experience. So what? So what? Who's letting themselves down? Who's going to be the one? It's always a quiet one, I reckon. I reckon it'd be a quiet um, religious education. Yeah. <laughs> RE. It's a little quiet RE. <laughs> a little, do you know what I mean? Humanities or something like that. Go Politics, mental. you don't want to go anywhere near. Oh, no, boy to tears. Boy to tears yeah. about the state of the country. Got a message from Ryan here. It says, so one year I went out on Christmas Eve with a few friends and had a bit too much to drink. Didn't get home until the early hours of the morning. I was absolutely hanging uh, all day and my nan came round for Christmas dinner. Now, my nan loves to chat a lot and I was really not in a great place. I had sunglasses on in the house. Uh, the house was too bright. And after dinner, my nan decided to start having a conversation with me about her many holidays. After about half an hour of her talking at me, I fell asleep. <laughs> I, I then woke up and she was still talking to Shut me. Wow. I fell asleep. My mum told, <laughs> told me after my nan had left that I was asleep for a solid two hours and my nan didn't realise. Now, it's a lovely story because wow. it's lovely that he still obviously entertained his nan even when he was asleep. Mm. But it also, I briefly want to discuss this, the perils of Christmas Eve. I don't know where you both stand on it. I've had too many bad experiences where I've overcranked on Christmas Eve that Christmas Day is a total write-off. Mm. Yeah. Thoughts? Yeah, I, I, I do. I don't agree with the the, the, the four a.m. on Christmas Eve. Mm. I agree with a lot of drinks, but I think it's a it's a 
for me, it's a before midnight curfew, I think. Yeah. Especially when you've got children. You've got to, but that's so hard to achieve because then if you get to, say, 11, you go, do you know what? We'll stay until midnight, seeing Christmas, and then we'll go home. Do you see what I mean? Because Ooh. really, Christmas Eve is about getting sat five, four, three, and then the problem oh, is, is as soon as... I've, never done no, that. I've not done that. I don't do that. Well, what well, do Christmas you mean? Eve? I don't do that at all. So what are you saying? It tips into Christmas and no one says anything. You go happy Christmas, don't no, you? Look, never done that. <laughs> wow. I've actually never done that. I never even thought it was a thing. Uh, Maybe I, it's just me then. Uh, but I could, I would think the main event of a Christmas Eve drinking session would be the fact that you're seeing in Christmas. That makes sense. That's kind uh, of the point of it. That makes sense. I just didn't know that it was a thing. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that was a thing. My issue being, if you get to midnight and you go, do you know what? We won't leave right now. We'll go as soon as it hits midnight. Then you do the five, four, three, two, one. Then you're into Christmas. Happy Christmas, everyone. You have a drink then, don't you? You're not going to leave. You're not going to oh, see it in Christmas hour, straight away. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to see it in, you're then you're in another, you're another hour. hour yeah. And then you lose control. Yeah, 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 I lose control. Yeah. And then Christmas Day. You lose yeah. control. <laughs> like, that one for the road is. Well, you're at 1 a.m. by yeah. then. You know, yeah. conservatively. You're in then, aren't you? You might as well stay yeah, in. I mean, I've not really done a Christmas Eve booze up with the no, kids because like... you get home and it's the whole. The, the whole show isn't it for the kids. So you just ruin it all when it's yeah. like you, you, you're going like, oh, when they come in at five, you're like, mm. no, please no, and, like, and that's not the spirit. Also, do you boys cook the Christmas dinner? Uh, yeah, I share it with the, my wife's a great cook. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Well, you you're not going anywhere. Absolutely near, right? not. Um, I don't know whether I should share this with you, but I will. The reason I don't go big on Christmas Eve is I take care of all the cooking on Christmas Day. Oh, don't. Wow. This and this is, is my amazing. schedule for Just cooking. Look at his schedule. Yeah, I know. What yeah. is fun about want... this? Like, like, seriously, what, what? Look at him, look. He's got issues, look. Ham, can this be on the barbecue? He's wrote that himself. Garlic bread for starters. Need time in the oven. Six minutes, I believe. <laughs> you have not put that. But that's yourself. You're writing yeah, this so yourself. Every year, I've been doing this for about four or five years now, and every year I send messages to future. That's me, not even like a, that's not even on notes. This is a document. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. yeah. This are you, are you brining the turkey? Um, I don't. If you get a Kelly bronze, you don't need to. Kelly, yeah, Bruce? yeah, yeah. I agree. Okay, wasn't she in Destiny's Child? <laughs> <laughs> Does sound page three if you don't know what you're doing, isn't it? <laughs> Fucking Kelly Bronze. <laughs> Kelly Blues, what? Kelly Bronze, yeah. Kelly Bronze. Definitely. Kelly nice. Bronze. Nice turkey. Is it? Yes. What, what do you mean? That's is it, a lovely that? bird, that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. No doubt. That sounds is a it. lovely bird, that. Fucking <laughs> sounds it. The old Kelly Bronze. Kelly Bronze so or Copas <laughs> for me. Copas. To be this fair. amazing. Schedule. This is, you You have to be regiment on Christmas Day. What so was I agree. So I do it all because I'm cooking some of it on the barbecue, some of it in the oh, ovens, kitchen. Tough. That is a, a play-by-play of can't, everything. Wow. I happen. can't believe there's so much here. Sprouts out, cauliflower out, carrot, carrots out. Yeah. You've put this in bold. These yeah. are microwave this year, so deal with later. <laughs> yeah. So what I do is like sort of pre-cook them and then microwave Who's Martin? Some things. Martin should Far start preparing the cold starters. <laughs> So hold on, if Martin's, if Martin's watching a film or something like that, like, it's like, Martin! <laughs> it's it's, te- it's one nineteen. Yeah, you're on the cold start, is it? I'm tempted to What's put it... What's fun about that? Because I'm saying, if we put this out, I'm tempted to put it out on socials. I'm also aware of the abuse I'll get. <laughs> but if people... In fact, I'll put it like this. If you want this, DM me. And if you follow these instructions... You're going to have a great Christmas dinner. You will eat at 4pm. Really? You, and it will be bang uh, on 4pm. I agree. 
I pretty, can see where this is I coming get, from. I get that. I, get, I do get it. What do you Look think of the Barbie? 2 p.m. or just before, beef into Kamado Joe. <laughs> 200, 200 degrees centigrade. Jo- Foil tray underneath to catch beef juices. Do not throw away. <laughs> Gravy. Gravy. Yeah. Do you have a rib of beef in the Barbie? I, yeah, I've I done that previously, but yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll send you what beef I'm going for this here if you want. <laughs> does, to be fair, it does sound good. Yeah. What about this one? It's not even four o'clock. 4.05, serve. <laughs> is, that, is that a contingency? Oh, little five-minute window uh, there. Just give for... me a bell. I want a FaceTime, right? <laughs> on Christmas Day, I want a FaceTime at 4.04, right? And if he's not on the table, uh, this is dead to me. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll throw it out there. 4.05, wow. so you're, so you're going to go to that length. 4.05 is the time you eat. What time are you starting? 4.05, <laughs> it's very precise. I'm proud of this. You should Look, be, I've got actually. the target temperatures for all the meats. I've got sort of minute by minute on what you need. This is for if you've got, you, you've got to have a, a good oven set up here because yeah. you've got to have an oven and then, a, you know, like a little grill yeah. one on top and a microwave. If you've got those three <laughs> things, feel free to DM me. I'll send you over the schedule as I've got it. What time are you starting? Because I know it's an early start. I've been there. 10.30 a.m. Yeah. Turkey out to get the room temperature. <laughs> prepare turkey in tray. Season exposed neck. Cover loosely with foil. Tray of vegetables and one pint of water. What's your thought of a bird with a bird? The turducan. <laughs> Fuck me. Fucking street fire. Fucking street fire. Turducan. Turducan. With a bird, do you know, are you aware <laughs> of the Tadoukan? Well, I know, I know that Ken and Ryu used to do it. <laughs> it's if I'm right, it's it's a bird and a bird and a bird. Yeah. So it's a turkey and a duck and a chicken. So what you do? In, you put in, it all in together. No, no, so so you done. have the turkey inside the turkey. You put a chicken. Mm. So you insert the chicken into the cavity of the turkey, and inside the chicken you insert a duck. No, you don't do that. Well, you can do. Yeah, of course you can. You do yeah. that. There's a, there's actually, come pre-done. I, think, I don't know, you can, you, I've seen this online somewhere. It's quite niche, but you can get these seven bird roasts. Yeah. So it's a bird and a bird and a bird yeah. and a bird and a bird and a bird and a bird. <laughs> Sounds like Newcastle at Christmas. <laughs> wow. I think that's enough Christmas for today. (laughs) Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. 
This episode is brought to you by a load of pricks.net. We are the experts in selling houses. Chris couldn't sell his house. What did you do, Chris? I couldn't sell my house for love nor money, Crouchy. Three different offers I had, all at the last minute, fell through. I turned around to my wife and said, what can we do to sell this house? Every estate agent is failing us. Then I told her, let's go to a load of pricks.net. But Chris, what did a load of pricks do for you? They were brilliant, Crouchy. They sold my house right away. The sign had barely gone up when a well-dressed gentleman came along and offered me twice the asking price. Chris, would you use a load of pricks again? I'd use them every time, Crouchy. Go to a load of pricks.net. They will sell your house like no other. Load of pricks, load of pricks.net.